0: It's always an amazing thing, even if you are someone who can serve anyone, anywhere. It's still amazing to connect with people who are in your community. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the X agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the Duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and branding. We just have to let you know about something we've been working really hard on. Next year, in 2023, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently. We've officially opened the applications to join our 2023 Marketing Mastermind. This is a year-long program from multi-passionate business owners who are ready to grow their business in a big way with the help of two in-house CMOs. That's us. This program is a mix of strategy, coaching, mastermind, community, and done-for-you services all in one. Yes, we said done-for-you. Oh, and there's also a fun Lakeside Summer Retreat included. So in summary, we've got your organic strategy covered for 2023 so you can relax, literally. If this sounds like something you need, then go ahead and pop on over to duocollective.com and click on Mastermind to read more. Better yet, pop into our DMs with questions. The applications are open now until November 15th, and there's only 10 spaces available. All right, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 40, and today we are chatting about five ways to improve your local SEO. And do not skip this episode if you are not just a local business. So it is still super important. Stay tuned because... We, we're going to share a little bit more nuggets into why we think this is important for everyone, even if you're not just a local business with local customers. So let's just start at the very beginning. What is local SEO? Local SEO is really just helping your business become more visible in local search results, where you live, where your storefront is, where your business and your audience are, it is helping you become more visible. And you might be thinking that this isn't important for me because I serve everyone everywhere, which is true. In our case, we do. We serve everyone everywhere. So we do not need to be really in tune with local SEO. However, we love serving local clients and we have a feeling that you guys might love to serve local clients too. It's always an amazing thing. Even if you are someone who can serve anyone anywhere, it's still amazing to connect with people who are in your community. And if you actually like them enough, you can go grab a coffee. (laughs) That kind of stuff is fun. So there really ever, and I would challenge someone to message us and let us know if they think that they have a business where they would not benefit from local SEO. Because I can't think of a single example and I've never been able to. So I would love an example if someone has one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we're gonna run through these five different ways to improve your local SEO. So if you are a local business, this is 100% something that you're gonna wanna pay attention to. So the very first one is going to be to make sure that you have set up a Google Business Profile. This has been also called Google My Business. They're kind of rebranding it, so you might see it as Google Business Profile now. But the very first thing you'll need to do if you don't have one of these is to verify your business with a postcard. So this takes a couple days. It's not going to happen instantaneously. So make sure that you go ahead and do that and then verify your business. You can't use a P.O. box or anything like that. You have to use a physical address. So for many of us, we work out of our homes. That might freak you out a little bit, but don't worry about it because you can hide your address afterwards. But Google needs to verify that you are a real person, that you live at a real place, that you can verify that this is your location because your Google business profile is a location specific tool it is not meant to be used for someone who serves everyone everywhere to communicate that message that's what your website is for your google business profile is location heavy so make sure that you put in your address
1: so i'm going to jump in here real quick too because i had to do this for my husband because abby's seo genius and he has his own business and i had i had to help him set up all this stuff and i was like freaking out about the postcard thing i was like what abby like i have to like physically like ask for something mail it in i'm like this seems so ridiculous but archaic yeah it's just like i can't just click a button and like google's like cool you're legit so don't let that stop you though because this is super important and actually it was super easy and flawless i was making a huge deal out of nothing it like came to me i did what i had to do i sent it back out it was totally fine so because you see this and it is kind of archaic, don't be like, ah, I don't have time for that. Like, I can't just click a button. No, just make sure that you do this because it is actually pretty easy.
0: Yeah, and if you, a lot of times, people search for people and businesses in maps. And if you want to show up in maps, like Google Maps, you would need to have a Google profile. That's how Google pulls you in. So just because you have a website doesn't mean that you are going to show up on maps unless you tell Google where you live and you verify that with your postcard. So it makes sense from a verification standpoint why you need that. Another thing to know about this is that a lot of, we've seen a lot of people get removed before where their profile either gets deleted or suspended. And this happens because of duplication issues or having issues verifying your authenticity that you are a real business. So the big thing to remember here is N-A-P, nap. Everyone wants to take a nap, right? So- (laughs) Except for your toddlers. Yeah, except for my toddlers. (laughs) I don't like to sleep. But this stands for, not sleeping, but I know I'll give you approval to go take a nap this afternoon, but this stands for your name, your address, and your phone number. Make sure these are all accurate. Make sure they're correct. Um, you can hide your address later for Google. If you go look at Duo Collective right now, you won't see my address in there. And if you do, please tell me because that's <laughs> scary, but you won't see my address in there which is my home address, but you will be able to see the locations we serve. So we've selected everywhere from my house to Courtney's house. Um, We obviously serve anyone anywhere. We've served local clients outside that little border, but all that is telling Google is that those audience members who are searching for local marketing help and help that we can offer them within that search area, we're gonna show up higher on search results and we're gonna show up as one of those options in maps. So. Remember that. And then another thing to remember is that your name needs to be consistent. So don't use, like for us, for example, we're not going to use Duo Collective Inc., Duo Collective LLC, Duo Collective Agency. We are going to be consistent with what our name is. Our website is duocollective.com. Our name is Duo Collective in our LLC. And our business profile is Duo Collective. We are not adding filler words. This is not Instagram. This is not somewhere where you need to be plussing up every keyword possible, your name needs to be your name. And that is how Google verifies you. So if you've added filler words, had any issues like that with verification, you that, those are one of the biggest things that you need to um, make sure is super accurate so that Google gives you that green stamp of approval and your prof- profile can go live. So just a couple more things about this. We have a whole blog post which we'll link in the show notes all about how to optimize your Google profile. So once you have this set up, you can go in and optimize it. But just some things that we want to make sure that you avoid and focus on. So please avoid selecting the entire world or the entire United States as your service area. That, as you can imagine how much competition are you going to have when you're searching in maps for something that the entire world offers? You have so many people you're competing against. This is a local tool. People use it to find local businesses. So when people are locally searching for you, you have the competition of that local area. You aren't competing with everyone against the world. You are going to show up higher for those people searching locally, especially if they have, even if they're searching for something that isn't local or they don't need to have a local offering, like maybe someone here in Minnesota is searching for a copywriter. Because you are a copywriter and you have your profile set up, you will likely rank higher for sure in maps, but maybe also even on that search engine page than someone else who lives in California. So this can still be super important for you so a couple things to focus on be complete and accurate make sure that all of your information in there like i said is really clear and then also make sure that you're getting reviews that's the huge benefit of this and i know when you think about the businesses that you've visited on google maps you likely look at the reviews immediately and you see how many they have and how high they are So that's something that people are gonna be judging you on when they come to your Google profile. So make sure that you ask for reviews regularly, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit, and um, just be consistent about getting them updated because that tells Google that you are a real business that's living in the now versus if you stopped getting new reviews two years ago, Google might actually start to question whether you're still active. On
1: to number two, get on local directories, which are also commonly called citations. So some examples of these would be your local Chamber of Commerce, local business bureaus, Yext, White Spark, Local Moz, or Bright Local. And then the benefit of being in these places, it helps you with that local authority and it's also considered a backlink, which we all know that backlinks are great for SEO to help increase that authority within Google. So the more authority that you have on Google, the higher that you're gonna rank, and the more authority that you have in your local space, obviously the higher you're gonna rank when it comes to those local search terms and people trying to find your business locally. And then we'll make sure that we list these in the show notes for you to reference later.
0: And I just have to say this too, because people love to laugh at this statistic, but Yellow Pages is still 100% alive and living. (laughs) A lot of people are like, what? Why would I go to Yellow Pages? I don't need those big books delivered to my house. (laughs) They have an online directory now, and that is another local directory that you can use. And actually, 60 million people visit yellowpages.com every single month. Month, I said not year. And 91% of those people who are visiting contact that business within 24 hours. That's super powerful. That's crazy. So it is worth always considering with a directory who the audience is, who the clientele is. So depending on who your business is, it may or may not make sense. But Taking a look at some of these places that might seem a little archaic or different in looking at who their audience is and even asking those questions. Like directories should be able to answer those clearly for you. If you're questioning whether or not you want to live there, ask them who is there who is a part of their membership so that you can have a good idea of whether it's going to resonate for your audience.
1: Yeah. Just doing some of that research to make sure that whatever directories you're on, it, it makes sense and that you're not just everywhere for the sake of being everywhere. Really make sure that there's some strategy behind it and that it's actually going to help you benefit and bring in local clients. Um, And then if backlinks is something that you struggle with and you want some insight into reputable sources, then lucky you, you can sign up for our backlink email challenge, which will also be linked in the show notes and our Instagram bio. Then on to number three ask for reviews. So we kind of just talked about this and then being sure to implement them within your Google profile. So something that we see a lot is that people get reviews, but they're asking for them, you know, via email or on social and they're not asking for them specifically for Google. And this is a super easy thing that you can do. And so beneficial, probably the most beneficial place that you can have reviews is going to be in this Google profile. So, Super easy. Copy a link and you email it out. We have, I'm pretty sure just an email template that we use. It's the same template almost every time. We might personalize it a little bit here and there, depending on what we did for that client. But we include that link in there that bounces them to that Google review. And then they just write that review right there in the Google review and they hit submit. And then that comes to us usually. And we see it in our inbox and then it'll show up on our Google profile. I don't know. is it immediately or is it?
0: Usually it's immediately. I've had a few issues with some clients um, specifically coming from businesses. I'm not sure if it's a glitch in the Google profile, but if you've experienced that before, sometimes it could just be that their business isn't verified so they can't leave reviews yet. Um, And it could just be that their account isn't verified too, or their account is private, something like that. So um, when people leave a review in Google Profile, they use their Gmail account. So it could be an issue with a Gmail account if you ever do come across that. So really, this helps to increase your local authority and could drive more local leads by seeing
1: that you're an expert in your industry. And like Abby said earlier, when people are Googling specific services or products, they people look at reviews, people trust people. And... You want all of those good reviews to populate and show up so that people know that you're the expert and that you're authoritative and that they can trust you and go through you for that service or that product. And in two weeks, we'll be talking all about reviews. So stay tuned for that episode. But one last thing before Abby talks about the fourth thing, I just wanted to ask you, Abby, when it comes to Google reviews, when people submit those reviews and they go to the profile... If you have something that you worked with them on and you want them to update that review, what does that look like?
0: Yeah, so you can, as the user that left the review, can edit your review at any time. So you don't need to facilitate that experience as a business. So your customers have full control to make those updates, um, which is kind of the cool part about Google. It also... It means that you need to make sure that you follow through, right? Just because they left you a review, you worked together a year ago, we still have a priority to our clients and our customers, and you don't want to do anything to negatively harm that. So I don't want that to be like a scare tactic, like to make you feel like you can't. Um, ask for reviews on Google. It's just, that is why Google is such a good source because people value that. When they look, they know that Google is reputable. They know that the people that are leaving reviews there are reputable. And if they're leaving high reviews, people hold that with a much higher standard than if you are just randomly sharing the reviews that you cherry picked from your favorite people. Absolutely. Also, this
1: is probably a kindergarten question because we don't say dumb question around here, but Preschool. you can't you can't delete these reviews right once they're out yeah. there they're out there so yep. if and that comes back to kind of what Abby just said like don't cherry pick them obviously but just know too that mm-hmm. if somebody were to write kind of not the greatest review there you yep. Google you, owns that basically yeah. and you can't
0: you don't do control that. the response so you respond. Always, always, always respond to every review. Say thank you, say how much you love working with them. If someone leaves a bad review and say they never worked with you before, right? You can report that to Google. You can ask for it to be removed. We don't know how quickly that stuff gets reviewed. Sometimes it could happen quick, sometimes it might take a while, but in the meantime, respond. And say I'm not sure I'm not sure if you mistaken me for someone else, but I don't recall we've never worked together. Um, I'm so sorry you've had a bad experience. I'd love to help you. Like saying something along those lines helps someone who, if you're like me, I tend <laughs> to sort by negative reviews first sometimes when I'm choosing because I want to see, especially when I'm choosing things like Airbnb, right? I want to see what the negatives are, what are people complaining about, and then I can either chalk it off to oh, well, they, they're they not my person. <laughs> right, right. Or I can understand that, huh, maybe this isn't what I thought about. But the second I see someone respond to a negative review with a heartfelt response, I'm immediately supportive of that business almost. And immediately I'm like, oh, wow, they really care. Like they took the time to respond and they care. So always respond to negative and positive reviews and do it with a positive mentality don't come off as um defensive because you everyone else is reading that alongside you so do what you can to make it right without um you know in in all of like with everything in mind like you might be right in some instances But just make sure that you are doing it in a way that you are okay with the world portraying it because everyone can see it. Sometimes we just have to put our emotions aside, unfortunately. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Those can be tough situations. Um, Okay, so after reviews, the next really big local tactic for you can be location-specific metadata. So this comes to things like your SEO title, your meta descriptions, your alt texts. These are all super important for Google. And by simply adding something like your city or state or neighborhood, you're giving Google more information on who you want to attract and you're helping to build that local authority. So this might come through in your homepage because you are a local business that only works with local people, or it might only come through in your contact page or your about page because you're just explaining who you are and where you're located, but as a whole, it doesn't matter. So I have a few examples of clients of ours where we've written their SEO titles to include location. We almost always include location no matter what somewhere. Because again, I've never came across a business that didn't want local traffic. So first one is a honeymoon planner. Her SEO title, Destination Wedding and Honeymoon Planners in Texas and Arizona, because that is where she is based. Although she can serve anyone anywhere, this is still good traffic. She still loves to work with local clients. So because of that, we're going to add that in. The next one is an interior designer Uh, She is 100% focused on local. So this is her homepage because we knew it had to be focused in on um, her local audience. So Carriage House Studio, name of her business, full service interior design in Minnesota is what her added portion of her SEO title on her homepage is. Our next clients are built, are made in, um, made, are based in uh, (laughs) Pittsburgh. They are again dependent on local businesses, although they are starting to consider expanding further out right now. They are focused on doing part at home parties. So my pop-up party, Pittsburgh, balloon artists and party stylists. So you are simply doing something like adding your city, your state before your keyword So final one, this is again another local Minnesota client for us. They are a food and nutrition and personal training company. So it's a little bit interesting because they can do nutrition and food anywhere because they can do that personal coaching via Zoom and online, but the personal training has to happen here. So this is something where it still really matters, but they can do both. So their homepage, Strength and Nutrition, and then Nutrition and Personal Training in Minnesota. So again, making sure that that locality is included in their SEO titles, meta descriptions, and all of that copy is not only gonna help their authority with Google, but it's also gonna help resonate with the right people who are in those local areas. And then finally, this next one is pretty easy. It has to do with SEO when it comes to social. So make sure that you tag your location add your location into all of your Instagram tags, into your Facebook tags, into your TikTok tags, that location bar is there for a reason. It's to help people who are searching for local businesses on these platforms find you. And it's also for the algorithm to help serve content to those other people who are searching for local content in your area. I can't tell you how many times I've landed on like
1: some social page and it's a product or a business and I absolutely love what they do. And I'm like, okay, where, where are they based? Like, what do I, like, I don't know where you're located and they have nothing in their profile and they have none, none of their posts are tagged with their location. And it's just so frustrating to me because I'm just like, I want to know if you're like near me or kind of local or. <laughs> You know, if you're not local, where are you from? And kind of like, what's your story? So I've seen this so many times in this space is that people have nothing about where they're located.
0: Yeah. There is one caveat I'll say too. This happened to us um, in case it happens to you. For our location tag, we this started noting, yeah, this is really frustrating. We had to stop using our location tag on Instagram because there were spammy accounts that we're going and adding hashtags promote it and like it on for the locality of where we are um it was super frustrating because it happened to every single post we really do not like spammy content spammy comments like that happening it leads to false and just like not good engagement um it kind of also ends up people don't end up engaging because it looks spammy so We just really don't like that stuff. So because of that, we found out that it wasn't a hashtag we were using because a lot of times hashtags can produce that spammy content. It actually ended up being the location. location. Mm -hmm. So it's a really big bummer because we love using our location. But when you go to our website, you will not have to dig very far to know that we are Minnesota gals. We like to talk about it, and it's something that we talk loudly about on our Instagram stories when we're talking and when we're sharing details and supporting local businesses. So it's definitely something that we wanna bring up and still include in our authenticity. We just had to remove it, hopefully, for a short amount of time. Yeah, we should start testing that we again should. and seeing if it's um, done being spammy. <laughs> Absolutely. So just to recap all of these, all of these are five great ways to help improve your local SEO, help people who are living in your city and state, help find your business so you could drive more local traffic. So update your Google My Business profile, get on some local directories, ask for reviews, especially from your local customers and clients, update your metadata, like your SEO titles, meta descriptions to be location specific, and finally tag your location on your social accounts. So we urge you to go to the show notes, kind of check these off the list and optimize your own website for all of this information so you can help bring in some more local traffic. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.